Hi, this is Think Queerly, a podcast that empowers LGBTQ2S plus thought leadership and creative expression to cultivate inclusion, diversity, understanding, and social change for universal human dignity. I'm your host, Darren Steele. I'm a mind map mastery neuro coach and a writer, and in my work, I empower other queer creators to get insight and direction to act on their most important and meaningful goals so that they can show up in the world and make an impactful difference. Have you ever been interested in personality assessments? Like Myers-Briggs, Enneagrams, Strength Finder, or maybe astrology or numerology sort of had an appeal to you? Well, the question I sometimes get asked, and I see a number of coaches talk about in articles and podcasts, is how they find them useful in the process of working with a client. But I don't. And I want to share with you why. But let me start with my own story so that you don't think I've never not done one of these things. About 25 years ago, I did a Myers-Briggs test. I was um, at a one-day seminar on some sort of like a communication business or something like that. Did the test and it told me that I was an INFJ. INFJ. Now, what that means is I'm an advocate, someone with the introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging personality traits. That person tends to approach life with deep thoughtfulness and imagination, their inner vision, personal values, and a quiet, principled version of humanism guides them in all things. Hmm. And, you know, when I read that now, it, at the time, it kind of blew my mind. I guess I would have been just close to 30 years old. And I thought, oh, this is me. This is me. And I had done a, a test following that. I don't remember what that test was called, but it sort of put me in the category for what kind of work would I be best suited for? And it was research and education. And I had literally just come out of university at the master's level where I had wanted to go farther and do a PhD and my goal was to become a professor. I thought, wow, these tests are amazing. Well, looking at that description, INFJ, it really embodies a lot of, of who I still see myself as. And at the time, and I think still today, a lot of people are doing these kinds of tests or businesses require to do you some kind of test if it isn't a INFJ. It's some sort of a strength finder or a psychological profile before they will consider hiring you, assuming that this testing framework will be able to tell them if you're going to be able to fit and work within the organization. So here's the thing, who you believe you are or who you believe you were is, is a fixed way of thinking. Who you believe you can become, 
who you are becoming, that is transformative. And that is the difference between someone who is going to experience growth in their life that becomes that next level up, which we call transformation, where they are able to get what it is they want out of life, enjoy more of life, or finally surpass those things that have been holding them back. So what I've discovered over the years, having worked with many coaches that I've hired for myself, whether that be something to do with productivity or just clearing things that were blocking me and holding me back or coaches on uh, how to create more income, is that a powerful coach can help you see yourself for who you are without judgment or assessment or any attachment to the past. (laughs) I remember one coach that I worked with who, again, just blew my mind uh, when they came back to me with um, a particular observation. And that made me feel I wanted to work with them more because they saw me for who I thought I was. And this is similar when we take these tests and we tend to say, I'm these things. I'm these top three things. These are my strengths. I need to therefore work on my weaknesses, or I need to put all of my energy into these strengths. So think of it this way. There's a profound difference between the results you'll get taking a personality test and the results that you'll get or accomplish working with a coach or doing some sort of a transformative program that might be sort of a self-guided coaching type program, some sort of a, a values or a beliefs program or some sort of how to get out of your own way program, okay? Coaching in its largest sense offers you personal liberation and transformation. It helps you see that your potential for growth is not dependent on fixed conditions. It's a conscious practice that evolves with action. You're looking inward. You're looking at what was. You're looking at what is. And you're deciding how to build upon and to transform into something else. Like literally the caterpillar metamorphosing, metamorphizing, uh, transforming. I'm just going to take the easier way. The caterpillar transforming into a butterfly. Now, sometimes it takes another person to help you see what you can't see about yourself, right? How often has somebody said something to you when you were having a deep conversation about something you're struggling with and you're like, wow, I, I know that's true. I just didn't see that. And then you're able to use that new awareness to take a look at your life map and to make a new direction. It's funny. It's kind of like when a coach or someone else sees you for who you truly are, it's like you can't see your nose on your face because you can't cross your eyes together that much to be able to see your nose. You give yourself a headache trying to do so. Now, about 15, 20 years ago, I did a astrology and numerology report. And this was this big report. I've got it sitting here in front of me. It's like 32 pages long. And at the time, I've got the sections highlighted that stood out to me. It was so accurate at confirming my identity that it freaked me out. Now, here's the truth. I looked at it again 
to prepare for this podcast. And it's not all perfectly accurate. It wasn't perfectly accurate at that time, but it stood out. And maybe, maybe I highlighted the things that I wanted to be. It's just an open question, and I'll just share a few things with you. But it was the first two to five pages that, you know, really summarized what or who I thought I I most was, most authentically was or wanted to be. So my name, Darren, connotes master healer or teacher. And I would serve others through coaching, healing, and mediating. Well, yeah, I did personal training and Thai yoga massage and nutrition coaching. And now I do life and business and creativity coaching and transformational coaching. And my middle name, Andrew, is Inspirer. Great sensitivity to artistic details. And my last name, Steele, has the meaning of teacher, a love of learning and sharing what I know. And my heart's desire is progress, my personality is unique, and my habit challenge is compassion. That my life lesson is to learn tolerance and love for humanity. Well, many of those things are still true. But when I read through the other parts that I didn't highlight, those things didn't stand out to me. So imagine if, in an alternate universe... I read this, but the things that didn't stand out to me did, and the things that I highlighted were the things that didn't. So this is why if you were to ask me, well, Darren, would you do a personality test again, or would you do it with your coaching clients so you could help them become the most authentic version of themselves? My answer would be an absolute no. An unequivocal no, not with any judgment. And I wouldn't say, don't go do it for yourself if you want to. That's fine. Personality tests can be helpful if you get to see what you believe to be true about yourself that maybe you haven't seen or realized about yourself before. But think of these tests as a leaping from or a leaping off of point, not as a justification for who you are. And the simple reason is that these tests are not based in any facts. Only you can discern the facts of your life and and what has happened and the experiences that you've had that have definitely shaped who you are and how you think. But the reason I don't use these tests is because of the danger in assuming that because the test says such and such are your character traits or your personality type and here's a label, is is just that. Because you might decide to make what you've learned, what you've read, as a fixed label or identification. And you might use that and remain stuck with that when there are other character traits or qualities that you could really evolve into and transform into that might serve you better for what it is you want uh, to live a very purposeful and meaningful life. And that's the thing. As human beings, we are constantly growing and evolving and transforming if we are aware of that potential and if we are choosing to live that kind of a life. And we have a unique capacity to change 
who we are being in an instant. You know, often it's a flash of, flash of insight that just makes us realize, enough. I have to make this change. I have to figure out how to solve this problem. Or you see the solutions before you and you decide, this is the one I've been most resisting. I'm going to do this and it's going to, I'm just going to commit to it and make sure that it helps me get to where I want to go. Or it's a life circumstance, an event that happens that's very maybe traumatic, or maybe it's so incredibly wonderful um, that that is what sets you on the new path. And we all have a narrative, a story, a trigger that makes us repeatedly, habitually experience certain emotions that are associated with those past events. But it doesn't mean we can't change our future responses to those subconscious or unconscious reactions. Like, if you're challenged as a gay man, for example, by gay shame, or if things come up as a queer person that remind you of when you were younger, uh, ways in which people talked negatively and prejudiced about you, and then you find yourself shutting down. That's not who you are in the sense of you don't have to remain that way. You may need to learn the tools and the skills to overcome those emotional triggers that put you right into those habit patterns that work against you. Because what's happened in our past doesn't tell us anything about what we want to accomplish. And that's why personality assessments are not useful for moving forward. For example, if you say, well, my personality test says that I'm an introvert, like my INFJ Myers-Briggs, I could use that fixed identity as a crutch or a limitation or an excuse, even if being an introvert is, is mostly true. I remember I went and started to do a lot of research on what it means to be an introvert. And I found more ways of justifying um, or seeing myself as that. But I also decided that knowing that could help me deal with some of the challenges of, of being an introvert, but also knowing what an introvert is and all the variations and ways in which that can show up. I could expand on the positives of that. So sometimes you don't need a test to tell you who you are. Here's another example, but more of a positive evolutionary transformative framing. I would like to practice strategies to become more confident and secure in groups of people. Now that's a desire to transform how you show up in the world and gives you power over your personal liberation and transformation. Now I feel for everyone and for all of my clients and for everyone listening or anyone reading my work when I'm offering some sort of a uh, coaching-centric uh, message or some sort of a practice to um, 
resolve some issue in life or some personal evolution practice, for example, you deserve to enjoy what life has to offer. You deserve to feel fulfilled and enjoy happiness and peace of mind every day. And you're not going to get those results from a personality test. To become more skillful in life is just a way of saying how to be more efficient and effective and productive and getting those things done that you want to get done with self-awareness, contentment, and love. Absolutely love for yourself and others. And this, of course, could require defining or refining your values. You know, what's most meaningful and important to you? And maybe even getting a sense of why do you believe the things you believe to be true about certain areas of your life? Why do you believe the things you believe about relationships or family or money or success or career? If you've never questioned those aspects of your life or what you value or believe in, that could be the source of why you're not getting what you want because you're maybe holding on to or stuck within the narrative, the meanings of those things that someone has taught you and you've just adopted, but you've never questioned how that fits in with who you are and who you want to be. These are all questions that are part of the self-examined life that help you discover what's most meaningful, provides the impetus for action, and with every single action, it puts you on the path of personal transformation. Funny story to wrap up. It was about five years ago I redid the Myers-Briggs test. I was really surprised. I did not get my original INFJ result. So I sat there and I cleared my browser cache and I did the test again. And I still couldn't, could not get INFJ. I honestly don't remember what the result was, but I got a different personality type and a different identity. It was, it had some of the INFJ, but it wasn't the exact. And what that just told me about those kinds of tests is that, oh, I can change. You can change. Your identity is not fixed. You are not a simple, easily defined personality type unless you choose to remain within that framework. All right. Thanks for listening. And if you found this episode helpful, please give it a five-star rating. You can leave a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. And if you found this episode, had some nugget that you'd like to share with a friend, please share it on social media and send them a link and ask them to subscribe so that they'll never miss an episode. Thanks for listening.